Hey, mompreneurs, welcome to this episode where we hear from Jessica Moore with Jessica Moore Bookkeeping as she shares the story of how she got to be where she is today, the challenges she faced on that journey, and how she overcame them. Have you ever felt so overwhelmed with being a mom and an entrepreneur that you didn't know where to start? If so, you're not alone. I spent a number of years figuring it out the hard way, and now you don't have to. The thing is, I'm not the only mompreneur who has faced challenges to overcome. Join me on this journey as we build a society of mompreneurs who turn their mess into their message, building a business that gives them the time freedom that they deserve and the quality of life that they desire. My name is Derica, and this is the Mompreneur Society. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Mompreneur Society. So guys, I'm so excited to welcome our guest today. Our guest, her name is Jessica Moore, and I actually ran across Jessica um, on Facebook. You guys know how it is. The thing pops up, it's like people you may know, and you look and you have all these friends in common. You're like, who is this person? And you recently, you look and you go down this like Facebook rabbit hole, and that's how I found you, Jessica. That is the story of how I got to, uh, you know, get to be in your world. And so, um, you know, so I knew that you had a, a bookkeeping agency, so she is the owner of Jessica Moore Bookkeeping. And I just love your interest. She loves working from home and helping small business owners grow their businesses by taking the stress and worry of managing their finances off of their to-do list so they can get back to what they love, growing their business and spending time with loved ones. So Jessica, like um, whatever, when I kind of uh, dived into, you know, went down my Facebook rabbit hole, you had something to that effect, you know, mm-hmm. on your, either your Facebook page, business page, or it might even been like on your website. Cause I, I went all the way in the hole. Like I was right. deep, right. You know, but um, it was, yeah, it was when I read that, it reminded me of why I reached out to, you, you know, cause there's so many other mompreneurs and all these, you know, women that come across, but it was just something about you. And then when I read that, it just, it made so much sense because you know, like that's that's just personally speaking, that's something that has always been elusive to me. Like it's been very stress-inducing, anxiety-producing, like all this stuff. And it's just the way that you know you worried it because it is so true. If because I know that for myself, like if I had someone that could just take that off and just mm-hmm. manage all that like icky, scary, detailed stuff that I'm not good with, like it really can you know, give you back what you love, which is growing your business and spending time with your loved ones. Like you nailed it, lady. Like, <laughs> it was amazing. It was like, this girl is on her stuff. So I'm so excited to have you um, on the podcast today. Thank you for accepting my invitation and welcome. I am so excited to be here. Uh, it was, I was so excited when I got your invitation. Yeah. Like you said, we have those random connections that just put us together and it worked out beautifully. Exactly. I totally agree. I totally agree. So, um, you know, so for me, you know, because you can only do so much uh, light Facebook stalking, I guess you could say, you know, I would love to, you know, really like get to know you more. And then, you know, for everybody else out there that is just kind of learning like, okay, like, Derek, you're so excited, but who is she? You know, give us that story, right? Like, give us that story. um, How she got to be where you are today? Well, I mean, honestly, it's one of those, you're like, how did you get from here to here type stories? Mm -hmm. So I went to school and studied um, business, uh, just general. Mm -hmm. Um, My friends, when, when the movie, the devil wears Prada came out, my friends said that I was Anne Hathaway. Like that was the job I was supposed to have. Really, Executive assistant, do everything for somebody so they don't have to worry about a Mm -hmm. thing. And so I was like, perfect. I'll just go study business. We'll do great. Uh Well, after that, that movie too. Yeah, great movie. 
such a great movie. But after that, um, during the summers, uh, I worked at a Christian camp in New Mexico um, doing the craziest stuff. Like it, it was not abnormal to see me one minute checking groups in in the office and the mm-hmm. next minute being up the 65 foot zipline tower helping kids jump. Yeah. I mean, worlds apart. Um, And so I worked there right after college doing just everything. I mean, scrubbing toilets, making Mm -hmm. beds, rock wall, office, everything. Um, And when that time in my life came to a close, I was kind of like, okay, now what? And I stumbled into banking. So I worked as a bank teller for almost five years and I loved it and then I got married and moved to where my husband was at because he had the slightly better paying job so economically makes sense right could not find a job I wish I was joking five years really trying to find a job and then we got pregnant with our first kid and I was like okay well now I really need to find something that Mm -hmm. is flexible that I can do from home another three years could not find anything so then I'm just Googling, researching, starting my own business, working from home, all of this stuff. And I stumble into bookkeeping and it's kind of like a, well, duh, because my (laughs) favorite part of the bank, I was a teller, but my favorite part was the few clients we had who had us managing their checkbooks for them. Really? Yeah. I mean, FYI, if you don't know it, most banks offer that. I was going to say like, I'm over here, like kind of mind blown of like, they do that. <laughs> there is a fee and it's not cheap, but uh-huh. most banks will balance your checkbook for you. But that was my like highlights. When, when we had a customer come in that needed their books balanced, I was like, me, yeah, so pick like, me, pick me. Bookkeeping. <laughs> Duh. Uh-huh. So I stumbled upon it. And I always say it's a God thing because I stumbled upon it three years ago. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, what do I need to do to get this off of the ground? Doing the research. I don't know if you've ever researched, you know, those courses that help you start a business. Oh, mm-hmm. In the bookkeeping world, they average anywhere from five thousand to ten thousand dollars. Oh, and I was like, that's like I a coaching program. This. Yeah, yeah. It's like that's like a full-on college degree. Yeah. <laughs> I can't afford that. And so I'm like, okay, God, it's in your hands now. I've done everything, handed mm-hmm. off. Literally January 1st, I get an email last year, mm-hmm. brand new bookkeeping course coming online. The lady who's teaching it had 20 years of experience. She's a professor, everything, mm-hmm. $500. I was like, like, okay, mm-hmm. God opened the door. There, yep. that, that's that's the entry. Mm-hmm. So, that's I mean, I'd already like had this. Yeah, I'd already had this history of bookkeeping. I had kind of started doing stuff on the side, nothing official. So January 1st, I bought the course. Mm -hmm. By March, middle of March, 2020, I launched to accept clients two weeks before the pandemic. I was, I was, I was, yeah, I noticed the timing. Yes. Two weeks before the pandemic hit. Uh This is how I know that this was a total and complete God-directed, god ordained God focused mission for me. Mm -hmm. I had my first two clients in a week. Get out. The world is in global panic, Mm -hmm. economic shutdown. (laughs) And I have two clients within a week. Right. That is amazing. And it just kept going from there. And so I'm like, okay, 
God got the got mm-hmm. ball rolling and I'm just on it. So yes, right. Exactly. It's so it, like- it really is one of those, I went from over here and got to here and it shouldn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. The journey I took. That's how God is though. You know, exactly. that's exactly say, how he works. All the pieces falling in place in the right order. Yes, so. exactly. That is exactly how he works. Cause like I said, it should not make sense. You know, when yeah. everything is burning around you and yet you're it's like, increasing and and, you know and like living in like Mm -hmm. this abundant state so yes girl that is absolutely god oh and actually you know speaking of god i think that's kind of cool i love when i find like you know these similarities um Mm -hmm. with people and this is why i love kind of always asking this question you know because sometimes people will take it back you know when they were really young and then you find out you have similarities there but you mentioned something that you used to work at um a christian summer camp uh-huh. I also used to work at a Christmas summer camp. Yes, go. I did. I, um, little known fact about me. Uh, so I have, um, I've been married twice and divorced twice. So, mm-hmm. hey, you know, whatever. But um, my, my first marriage, we were uh, assistant youth pastors. So, okay. yeah. So um, there was a, like a summer camp that he had been a part of before we met. And so, you know, after we got married. So I think it was like two years. Yeah, we did the, the summer camp and stuff. But yeah, I loved it. But I was, um, I know the similarity, not even just that, but like how you were saying, like how you were the person that just basically you got stuff done. Like GSD, get shit done or get stuff done if you, exactly, if you yeah. want to be, if you want to be nice about it, right? But yeah. like, but you know, just like, that's exactly how I am. Like I got in where I fit. It didn't matter if that was my role, whatever the job is that needed to be done for the greater good of whatever we were there to do. Like, let me know, let me know, like exactly what you said. I would run like at these uh, girls, like, the, um, you know, uh, little groups that we would did, we would do, you know, a little set up, small set of girls. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to put my phone on, do not disturb. Oh my God, sorry. And that's my son's dad. Um, oops, and I accidentally hit the F U button on accident. I hit it too. I hit it twice. Oh, this is not gonna go over well, America and the world, whoever is listening right now, but you guys heard it. Okay. So if I get any grief from this, it is recorded. I did not try to hang up on him on purpose. I literally okay. Oh man. <laughs> we got your back, girl. We got your back. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> But yes, but, um, but no, but it was just kind of, uh, yeah, exactly what you were saying. Like, you know, just made stuff work. Like I made it work. I just got in and just did things to which I know has served you well as an, you know, as, um, you know, older adult and as you would get older with your business and you see the way that you're going to show up for your kids too. And them seeing that, like, it's, that's just, and it's one of those things too. Like, that's something that was a part, it's like innately a part of you, you know, Yeah. there's Mm -hmm. not really much a skill that can really be taught, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I love that. But um, oh, anyway, so anyway, getting back to the point. So, you know, when you were kind of getting ready to, you know, start your business and you're like, okay, yes, God, you know, you opened the door. It almost like when you were talking, it almost made me think of like a relay race. You know, you were, you said, you know, I did all I could do. And it's like, you pass the baton, like, how'd you got to take over? And then he was yeah. like, all right, I got it. And then you pass it back. There's, and a, work. <laughs> there's a quote. I know Dave Ramsey didn't come up with it, but he's the only one that I can think of to credit it to, Uh but it's pray like it depends on God and then work like it depends on you. And everybody hears that. And they're like, no, 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 that doesn't work. And I'm like, no, that's exactly what we're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. We are supposed to pray and fully rely on God to answer Mm -hmm. those prayers. But we're also supposed to put the foundation in place for those prayers to be answered. Yes, exactly. And so, I mean, that's what I was doing even though I'm seeing, you know, constantly five thousand, eight thousand, ten thousand dollar courses, that didn't make me go, okay, obviously that's not the avenue. It was what other direction should I be working? Yes, exactly. What other 
roads should I be taking? Mm -hmm. Where should I be looking? So what groups on Facebook should I be joining that may open the doors? Is there a bookkeeping group or a, you know, mompreneur or small business owner group that I should get in that maybe I can get the foundations there Mm -hmm. instead of doing a course? Because I had all of the bookkeeping knowledge. I had all of that. It was more the support system for building the business right. yes, exactly. that I didn't have. And I knew those types of courses would offer it, mm-hmm. but I also knew there could be other places. And in those other places is where I found that course. Yeah, exactly. I'm so glad you mentioned that, you know, too, because so many other women would have, uh, your people, you know, period would have probably gotten deterred. Like, okay, well, maybe this isn't for me. Maybe this is a sign from God or, you know, or whatever that yeah. this, you know, but no, you're like, okay, I know that this is something I'm supposed to be doing. You found a way and that, you know, and your solution came out of that. And was, I love how you um, kind of referenced earlier about your, basically like your uh, partnership with God, you know, and it reminds mm-hmm. me, you know, the, the Dave Ramsey quote, because it reminds me of something that I say that I heard from my son's teacher, who I'm very close to. And it was like, you know, God, you do the super and I'll do the natural, you know, like, yeah, I exactly, do yeah. my part. Yes, exactly. So yeah, it is. Um, so I just love that. Again, the similarities, <laughs> like you give me, you've given me goosebumps a few times already. So, um, <laughs> but, um, you know, so when you were getting started and everything, like, you know, what was the, the main goal back then? Like, what were you really trying to accomplish? Really? I mean, I was trying, I knew that I wanted to be a stay-at-home mom, but I didn't want to be a stay-at-home mom in the traditional sense. Right. I have always loved work. I mean, growing up, my parents worked for a children's organization, mm-hmm. um, basically a children's home but it wasn't for like foster care or something. It was for at-risk teens who needed to be removed from their families, not because our families were bad, but because the teen needed Mm -hmm. some specialized counseling and work in order to be put back with the family. And so that's the situation I grew up with. But because of that, I got to enter into the workforce Mm -hmm. early on. So I had a job from the age of 11, On. You beat me. I, I, I almost, I was over here thinking, like when you said you had a job from the age, I was like, I know she's going to say it. I know she's going to say the age of mine. And you beat me. I started working at, at 12. My dad, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. So funny. Go so, ahead. I mean, I had a job from the, so work has always been a part of my life. And so I was like, I can't just not work. Right. Yes. But I want to be that stay at home mom. I mm-hmm. want to be the homeschool mom. I want to be yes. the mom that is there in the trenches raising my kids. Not to say that moms who go to work aren't moms. They right. are. Yeah, absolutely. That, I just knew I was called to something different. Mm-hmm. I, I was called to be a stay at home mom who works. Mm-hmm. Yes. Not absolutely. Girl, you were singing my song. Who, yes. Yeah. Not, not a mom who works, who is a mom as well, but somebody who does both from home. And so mm-hmm. I knew that that was what I was called to. I just didn't know how. How, right. And so back, even, even right after I got married, I mean, my husband and I, we, I got married when I was 28. So I told him, I was like, we get two years with no kids. And then my time clock starts ticking. Mm-hmm naturally my clock starts ticking. And Mm -hmm. so we need to know that by 30, we need to really be seriously talking about kids. Uh And so even then in my mind, yeah, I'm hunting for work, but I'm already mentally going, okay, I need something that's either going to be flexible enough 
that they're right. going to allow me to go remote or I need to find something that's remote already. already yeah. And at mm-hmm. that point, the owning my own business entrepreneur side was there, but I was keeping it way, way in the back mm-hmm. because I was like, I'm not there. I'm right. not, I don't have the experience. I, I could never go out on my own. So it was always in the background. And then after my first son was born, it was like, okay, I'm not finding remote work. I'm not finding a work from home job. Mm-hmm. Maybe I really need to be looking into how do I start my own business? Right. Absolutely. I love that. Um, so kind of like, you know, as you were kind of, uh, you know, came coming to this awareness, like, okay, this is what I, if I want to have this lifestyle that I desire, this is what I need to do to create the opportunity to live in that lifestyle, mm-hmm. you know, but as we all know, like that is easier said than done. You yes. Know? So, right. So uh, what were like some of the biggest challenges, you know, that you faced on this journey of starting your business and entrepreneurship? For us, I mean, as I mentioned to Dave Ramsey earlier, we have fully drank the Dave Ramsey Kool-Aid. <laughs> we are completely, we do, we don't do debt. Debt is not an option. So mm-hmm. for us being a single income family, the biggest challenge was how am I going to fund right. starting a business? Mm-hmm. Because we're not going to go out and get a business loan. We're not going to leverage. We're not going to invest whatever the new debt terms are in the business world. Right. We're going to cash flow this and we're going to grow at the speed of cash. Yes. So that was the biggest challenge of, I mean, even the thought of 500, which compared to 5,000 was a drop of the bucket was where is this money going to come mm-hmm. from? Oh yeah, definitely. Right. Yeah. Cause um, yeah, exactly what you said. It's like, it's in comparison to 5,000, it's not that much, but for, you know, a single income family or like for me, for a single mom mm-hmm. five, or for any, or even just a person who maybe just doesn't, their finances aren't at that level for whatever reason, like mm-hmm. sometimes 500 could feel like 5,000, you know, but yeah, yeah but um, absolutely. So like, um, and I totally understand, you know, that being um, a challenge. I know that that's like something very common yeah. that people would go through, you know, in that same situation. But like, what were some of the uh, things that were going on on the inside? Like, what was okay, the biggest yeah. struggle? Yeah, that you faced that nobody else knew about. Honestly, for me, I am a huge perfectionist. Mm-hmm. So it was that almost even hourly fight with imposter syndrome yeah. of, you, if you're going to do this, it has to be done exactly correctly. And you have to succeed from day one. Mm -hmm. And if you're not, you might as well not even do it. And so for me, the struggle really was saying, but I don't have to be perfect. And success is measured in minute by minute, Mm -hmm. not by finances or number of clients or anything, but did I, complete the task I had set aside for today. Mm -hmm. And so figuring out how to address that idea. And actually I got the biggest tool to address it maybe two months ago. Mm -hmm. I was attending a uh, Tony Robbins and Dean Graziosi uh, training Mm -hmm. and they had a guest on there. um, I'm going to blank on her name, Glow. I think she just goes by glow. I think they said a last name, but I can't remember. And she goes, you know, the biggest, the biggest way to beat imposter syndrome is to give it a name because the truth of the matter is imposter syndrome is never going to go away. And if you're trying to, you know, beat a syndrome, you can't win. 
But if you're just having a conversation with a friend, Mm -hmm. you can win that every day. So instead of calling it imposter syndrome, give it a name and have a conversation with it. it. What's, What's your imposter syndrome's name? Felicia. So I can go by Felicia. Bye, Felicia. (laughs) Bye. Bye, girl. (laughs) Exactly. So I'm always like, okay, Felicia, you can say your two cents, but no. And then Jamie Kern Lima put out a book. I don't know if you know who she is. She's the Mm -hmm. uh, founder of It Cosmetics, which is the number one cosmetic line in the nation. Uh, Grew it from a need from her own life. She has rosacea, couldn't find anything that would cover it. So Mm -hmm. grew this cosmetic line sold it to L'Oreal for like $1.2 billion and is the first female CEO of the L'Oreal company. But she just wrote a book called Believe It. And in there, she talks about who you allow to speak into your life. Mm -hmm. And she said, you have a limited number of microphones and you pass those microphones out to who you want to speak into your life. And some days you may turn the volume up on their microphone and other days you may turn their volume down on their microphone. Mm -hmm. But the truth of the matter is your imposter syndrome or Felicia has a microphone, whether you give it to them or not, Mm -hmm. but you have to remember (laughs) you control the volume. So you can allow them to yell into your life. You can't do this or you can turn it down to where it's just a quiet whisper. Oh, I love that. Mind blown, right? I was thinking that. I was over here. I was like, (laughs) you have the power. And so imposter syndrome then moves from this, you know, syndrome, this thing you have no control over Mm -hmm. to somebody you just gave a microphone to and you get to control how how Mm -hmm. loud they're just talking to you. Oh my goodness. And it moved from this, you know, inattainable thing Mm -hmm to a person in my life that I can control. Right, exactly. I was just saying that like it gives gives you some control. Yeah, it gives you control over it and makes mm-hmm. you feel like you have even more control over it, even though we have control the whole time. But I because you can talk to a friend mm-hmm. and we've all had friends who are, you know, naysayers mm-hmm. at some point in our journey. Let's be honest, my parents who actually paid for the course because we paid them back with tax money, but our tax money wasn't in yet. Uh-huh. They paid for my course. My dad told me three months later, you know, I gave you money for that thinking you were getting scammed. Oh, yeah. He's like, that. <laughs> he, never, he never said those words to me. Uh-huh. He was a full supporter. Mm-hmm. but in his head, he was like, she's getting scammed. Nobody right. can start a business for $500. What is she doing? But he supported me mm-hmm. later told me that he had doubts, <laughs> but he could have easily been speaking those doubts into my life. And I yeah. would have had to have the decision of, do I allow my father who I have full respect for mm-hmm. speak negatively to me or do yeah. I turn him down? It's the same thing with imposter syndrome. Do I have this, part of me because that's what imposter syndrome is it's just a part of you Mm -hmm. it's that self-doubt and that as christian women let's be honest it's it's the enemy it's yeah exactly but but it's that doubt that we always have in the back of our mind it doesn't have to be associated with business it can be baking a cake Mm -hmm. one day you might bake it perfectly and the next day you bake it terribly and the next time you go to bake it you're not thinking about the perfect one you're sitting there did I do wrong can I do this Mm -hmm. it's the same thing but with baking a cake it's just self-doubt with business it's imposter syndrome yes but in both situations 
it could just be a voice in your head that you've given a name and said, you don't have power over me. Because mm-hmm. as Christian women, we can say that. Mm-hmm. We can say, get behind me, Satan, you don't have power in this yep. household. Mm-hmm. If you're not a Christian, if you're, you know, a, somebody who has a different faith, mm-hmm. that's fine. You still have demons in that faith. You still have negative influences in that faith. And right. you still have power over all of that. Yes, absolutely. Yes. And thank you so much for um, kind of bringing that part of the conversation full circle, because it's like, you I mean, you know how it is as being a faith-filled, you know, woman who's not afraid to speak her faith and to, you know, to say that she's a believer. Sometimes um, it, yeah, sometimes it can be because of other people that have gone before us or because of other interactions people have with other Christians that maybe didn't handle situations or whatever in the correct way, it shines a negative light on how you're trying to get your thought across. And so I thank you so much for having that awareness to bring it full circle for people that don't believe, you know, because I mean, of course I'm a believer, but for the ones that don't, because the whole thing holds true. Like, yes, in whatever you believe in, even if it's just, you believe in the universe. Well, there's good things that happen in the universe and there's Mm -hmm. bad. So there's always, you know, and you have control, you have, you can create somewhat your own control within anything that happens to you or around you, you know? Yeah, exactly. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so kind of walk us through like, you know, you, and actually I know that you did already kind of touch on this earlier because you invested in the course and you knew what you wanted to do once you, like you knew what you wanted to do, you try to find a course and then, you know, God provided the course that uh-huh. you could afford, right? But like, how did that even look like, you know, how did you even know that this was like the niche for you, you know, of all the things you could have really done, you know? Well, I mean, it was one of those that honestly, I didn't even think about it until I was Googling, you know, virtual assistant, playing with that idea that, you know, my friends had always said of you should be Annie in um, Devil Wears Prada, that executive assistant. I'm like, well, I know you can do that from home. So Googling that leads you down a rabbit hole of what virtual assistants look like. And I was like, well, I can do any of this. And then I'm like, but bookkeeping as a, you can't do bookkeeping from home. That's something that you have to go into somebody's office. Not true. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can truly do virtual bookkeeping, especially in this day and age where most businesses, especially after COVID, at least have some form of online business operation, mm-hmm, if right, not yeah. our wholly online business mm-hmm. operated. Mm-hmm, and yeah. so it was just one of those of, I didn't think I could. And then following the rabbit hole, you start <laughs> seeing all of these, how to become a bookkeeper from home courses. And then it's like, well, that makes the most sense. It's the thing that I loved about, you know, being a teller was, mm-hmm bookkeeping. I mean, in in the most roundabout sense of the word, when we think bookkeeping, we think the business side, but really it is just the balancing of the books, whether that's personal or business, it's all Mm -hmm. the same thing. And so that's what I was doing at the bank. Right. Um, And so it just kind of fell into place of, well, duh. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. I love that. So, um, you know, so you enrolled in the course and, you know, but what happened like after that, like what were the steps you took to actually launch the business? So the course I took was actually designed to, it taught you bookkeeping, but it was really designed to help you launch your business. Okay. And so going through the course, if you did it correctly, 
by the time you finished the course, you had a fully operational business. Right. Like that's right. Yeah. one of the lessons was establishing your DBA or LLC. One of the lessons was getting, you know, whatever license you needed. One mm-hmm. of the lessons. So it, it literally, you did a lesson. And if you did the homework, the next step, you were already Right. You know, had a business in place. So within the first two weeks, I technically had a business. I wasn't open to clients. I had a few that knew I was starting and so came on as, you know, guinea pigs basically. Right. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Those like kind of like beta clients to yeah, exactly. Know, right. Yeah, beta. Mm-hmm. Um, but most of when I say, you know, I got two clients within a week of launching, those were two clients who had no contact with me at oh, all. Love that. Found yeah, me absolutely. and came in when I launched, but I'd already had, you know, this groundwork in place mm-hmm. by the time I got to that launch, because the course was set up in such a way that it literally day one, no, I think it was like day two, you got your DBA, mm-hmm. day two, okay. you got your business banking account. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it was set up and then, you know, by day six, you start your marketing, even though you're not mm-hmm. ready to launch your marketing already. So that when you're ready to launch, right. You have people right. ready to come in. Exactly. I love that. And you know what, um, you know, cause I did remember you had mentioned earlier, like you already had like the bookkeeping knowledge. You just mm-hmm. needed the knowledge to create the business part of it to get right. that part launched. And I'm so glad you, um, you know, you've mentioned that because, you know, and there, there's all, there's so many different programs and things out there like that, but that's one thing that I don't think people really take into account that you need both, you, whatever, especially if you're trying to do something that is new, you know, like yeah. outside of your skill set, like you need to learn how to do that skill set as a business owner, but mm-hmm. then you also need to learn how to create a business, yes. you know, um, even like for me, uh, I had a, been a, a real estate agent, I'm still a licensed agent, but since 2012, and so um, after we got divorced, I kind of, you know, I was a stay-at-home mom and everything with my son, but after we got divorced, I wanted to restart my real estate business back, right? So I, you know, got an MLS and, you know, got, got my license um, taken out of referral. So I'm active again. I can help people buy and sell. And mm-hmm. two months later, COVID hit. Yeah. So <laughs> as quick as it started, it was like, yeah. <laughs> it was like crash and burn. It was yes. over. So, um, but I, what I did, cause I had always loved like Pinterest and all these kind of things. And I was kind of like you, like I had been before um, our marriage ended, I'd kind of been looking online because I was that stay-at-home mom that just stayed at home, but mm-hmm. who also had been working since she was 12. They'd been an entrepreneur, you know, I basically yeah. started my, my first business when I was 10. So it's like, I wanted to contribute and do more things and have something that was my own. So I had looked, you know, briefly in the Pinterest uh, marketing and stuff, but anyway, so COVID hit and I was like, I got to pivot, figure something out. And I was like, you know what? I know people can make money from, you know, Pinterest other than just affiliate marketing, like actually offered as a service. So um, I took two courses because I understood what exactly what um, the point I'm making, which what you understood. Um, In my case, I didn't have the skills to operate as uh, operate as a Pinterest manager. So Mm -hmm. I took a course that taught, I mean, it was a thousand dollar course and I was a single mom. Like it was a, (laughs) Um, you know, right. Um, But I took that and that taught me how to be the best Pinterest manager I could be. Mm-hmm. Then there is another well-known course and another thousand dollar WAP. I was like, all right, Jesus, yep. if I'm doing, like I say, you do, I'll do the natural, you do the super, like I will do yep. this, but you know, um, and so I enrolled in that one and it was the best at teaching you how to do the business part of it. You know, mm-hmm. all those back-end things that the other one, you know, so when I married the two, almost same kind of story with you within three weeks, I had clients. Yeah. You know, so yeah, it's like very, and I wanted to kind of like call attention to that because 
you know, a lot of women out there are either contemplating starting a business or in that, you know, in the beginning stages where they're trying to figure out what that business is, or maybe thinking about pivoting, you know, yeah. and just, um, I want them to number one, uh, have the faith and courage in themselves and the confidence in themselves to invest in themselves. It is mm-hmm. scary, but it is so worth it. And then also investing in the right program in the right way, you know, to either accentuate your skills or give you the skills and then to also build that business part of it. You right. Know? Mm-hmm. And it, it's, it's almost one of the positive slash negatives that have come out of COVID. Mm-hmm. The world now has this idea of, oh, you can really run a business from home. Mm-hmm. It's totally doable and it is. And so you've seen with even in the last like three months, just this uptick of start your own business stuff, which I mean, has always kind of been in there in the undersurface, but now it's fully in the full front. Right. But a lot of those things don't teach you how to start a business. Right. They teach you an industry or a niche Mm -hmm. or something about business, but they don't teach you how to actually start a business. And and those really are two different things. I lucked into a course that taught me how to start a business and the nuances of an industry. Mm -hmm. Something that while I had knowledge in, there were things that that course taught me that I would not have known because Mm -hmm. I just had broad knowledge. This course was specific for this industry. Mm-hmm. And then you have courses that are industry only and teach you nothing of starting the business. Mm-hmm. If I would have gotten into one of those courses, I would not be where I'm at today. Right. Yeah. I would not have the client base I have. I would not have, you know, been able to launch two weeks before a global shutdown and still get clients. <laughs> yes. I exactly. would not have had the groundwork in place or anything because they just teach you how to do the industry. They don't teach you the back office legwork that you have to put in to start a business, Mm -hmm. right? Because you can start a business. You can say, Hey, I'm in business, but if you don't have that groundwork in place, you're not a business. You're a hobby. Yeah. And there's expensive hobby. Yeah. Very, very (laughs) expensive hobby. Because if you don't have the business groundwork in place, the IRS just says, oh, look, it's a hobby. You get taxed on everything. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you have that business groundwork in place, they're like, oh, you're a business. Your expenses are deducted. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's so you only get taxed on a portion. Yes, right. Exactly. And that is a very critical distinction. You know, you definitely yeah. want that. You definitely want the letter. So, um, so yes. I mean, uh-huh. yeah, go out, get those courses, do them. Yes. But make sure it's a course that's teaching you the boring side of yes. business, yes. as well as the fun side that you, you're in love with. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, because um, and it's funny because that's something that my coach says is like, that's how people, you know, get to these six, seven, eight, nine figures. They do the boring work very, very well. And they do it often you know, like, and so that's kind of like, don't be afraid of the boring work ladies, because that boring work is what's going to get you paid. That boring work is what's going to buy you your freedom. You know, that boring work is going to help you support your families. And and I I will say this, um, if the boring work scares you, find somebody who's good at that boring work. Yes. Because the biggest thing you can do for your business, and this isn't a plug for me. I mean, it it is, but it isn't. Mm -hmm. But the biggest thing you can do for your business 
is get rid of the stuff you don't like so that you, the one driving the business, can really focus on that passion you have. So for example, if you hate your bookkeeping, find a bookkeeper. We're not as expensive as people think we are. Mm -hmm. If you hate emails, find a VA who specializes in inbox zero or email management. Mm -hmm. If you hate marketing, find somebody who, you know, specializes in social media marketing or Pinterest marketing or whatever your marketing goal is. Because if you're focused on something you hate, you're going to hate your business. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But if you can yeah. get the things you hate that you have to do for your business and hand them off to somebody who loves them, mm-hmm. your business is going to grow faster than right. just you in the business. Right. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. And that is so true. I'm actually kind of in that limbo myself. Cause I, when I, you know, was going to start the podcast, I knew that the production or the, um, yeah, like the editing part, you know, like and putting the intro and outro together and the show notes, I already knew, like, yes, I will gladly pay somebody for that. Right. Again, you know, but again, I'm a single mom. And when I started the podcast, I had absolutely no idea how I was going to make money from this. I just wanted to do this thing and I did it, you know, Um, you know, but it's like, and so I'm, and I'm still responsible for doing the editing and doing all this stuff. And Mm -hmm. it's like, because I already hate it so much and because I have to do it, it's like, I mean, literally it is, I've become the hiccup in getting the episodes out there. I've recorded over 50 episodes, but yet only 13 have gotten published. There's a problem and it's me, you know, like I love podcasting. I love being the host of the show. I love everything about it, except for after I hit stop recording. Right. (laughs) Yeah. And for me, (sighs) for me, it's the social media. Like if I could find somebody I could afford, mm-hmm. I would not touch social media mm-hmm. at all. Like, I mean, if you, uh, you saw on my business page, I think I had a 4th of July post up and before that it's a Mother's Day post. It's like, Maybe. I'm going to hit the highlights. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm working on it and I know that it's my weak point. And I also know that right now I can't afford to bring somebody in mm-hmm. because I've done the research. I know how much it would cost. You're to right. be able to hand this off to somebody. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to take a couple of small, you know, inexpensive courses for me to get the groundwork in place right. to yeah. grow the business, to be able to hand it off. And that may be where you're at in business. Mm-hmm. But if you set a mental deadline of, I have to do this for six months and then I'll have the income to be able to bring so-and-so in to handle it for mm-hmm. me. And I don't have to think about it again. Mm-hmm. Give yourself a goal and you're more than likely Ooh. to get there. Instead of yes. sitting there and going, I hate this. Yes, that's what's going on right existence. now. Existence. I do mm-hmm. not want to do this. And you put it off and then you have, you know, like five days of work of just that thing you hate. Mm-hmm. You're really not going to work on it. Sure. But if you say to yourself, okay, I only have to do this for six more months. I only have to do this for five and a half more months. I only have to do this for five months. You can get through it. Yes. Like, no, but if you don't have that end in sight, Mm -hmm. you're never going to get there. No. Yes. And that is absolutely true. And I just want to say like, as a testament, like I'm super about, um, you know, being very transparent. Like that's the whole reason I did this show, like to be honest with our struggles and our challenges so we can, you know, show someone else that they're not alone and help them get through it too. And so just to kind of like double down on that, like Uh literally, I, um, oh gosh, I'm about, I'm about to lose my train of thought. That does happen. Uh, it happens, it happens in real life a lot. Um, cause what did you just say? You had said something that made me want to say something about what you had just said. Cause I identified with it and I was like, yes, it happened to me. 
oh, wait, yes, okay. So case in point, I did not, I knew I didn't like doing that part of, you know, the post, the post-production part, whatever that's called. And yet I'm responsible for it. And I know I need to hand it off. And like you said, eventually it will get you to the point to where, you know, there's, you come to, you come to like a, um, like a stopping place, you know, and either you, it's like you either let it beat you or you have to figure out a way around it. And, you know, right now, in all honesty, I have been letting it beat me. Like this right. is me being 100% transparent. I have, like I said, over 50 episodes in my Google Drive. I'm at episode 13. And the last time that was published was five weeks ago. Oh, yeah. That is bananas, y'all. Like, um, and you know, it's funny, like in, in, in a very, um, I don't know, like I, the word authentic keeps coming up, but in a way to be even more transparent, like I'm seriously, with your permission, of course, like I would love to actually do um, publish this one next because oh. I I am all about drawing attention to the obvious and right. grow and growing from it, you know, like, yes, would I mean, no, would I have liked that to happen? Absolutely not. Like I love putting the content out there, but it happened. Right. And so, you know, and so, yes, but girl, yeah, let's, let's rock it. We're going to put this out next Wednesday. It's coming out and I'm going to beat this inner beast. I'm going to face this like post-production monster. You're going to do it. You're I'm going to do it. it. I'm going to do mean, it. We'll, we'll double down on that transparency. If you go back and look into my Facebook page, when I first opened mm -hmm. back in March of last year, I had posts going up daily. Oh, wow. Daily. Mm -hmm. By spring break. So what? First part of April, mm -hmm. in March, first part of April, depending on where you're at in the country. Right. Yeah. I did one week of lives and I think I had three posts go up after that. And then it's like maybe every six months, mm -hmm. maybe. Yep. So you, feel you can't run a business like that. I mean, I right. obviously I did, I am, mm -hmm. but I don't have new clients coming in I'm right. because I'm not laying the groundwork to get more people in. Yes. So I totally get that whole, you hit, you hit a point and you're like, do I really have to do this? Mm -hmm. And it becomes the point of, do I want to continue operating my business yes. right. or am I going to let this beat me? Yeah. Because that's what it is. Not... <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Y'all don't, y'all don't see me. Y'all don't see me in the podcast, but I'm punching like a mom and I leave. <laughs> exactly. Like a butterfly sting like a bee. <laughs> exactly. And I mean, that, that's what it is, is you either come to the point of, I have gone as far in this business as I can go mm -hmm. and I didn't succeed. Mm -hmm. Or you come to the point of, I have hit a wall. What do I need to do to build the ladder? It's like, who got a sledgehammer? <laughs> or yeah, 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 a ladder. Like, I'm, I'm super destructive. Sorry. I'm angry. <laughs> no, I mean, it, it, it's, it's the same idea. How am I going to get either over this wall or through this wall? Mm -hmm to move on to the next, because that, that's the truth in business. It's not just a smooth road. And if you're starting your own business, it's not a road at all. I mean, Robert Frost, his poem, the road less traveled, Oh, uh -huh. that is what it is to do business. Mm -hmm. You can either get on this highway and travel with everybody else. And that's called employment. Yes. It's not a bad thing. My husband is an employee. Mm -hmm. He is designed to be an employee. Mm -hmm. Or you can be like, but if I go this way, I'm going to get mm -hmm. to my goal four times faster. Mm -hmm. And yes, you're going to get there faster, but you have to negotiate the woods. Mm -hmm. It's not a straight path. There are trees that you can walk through mm -hmm. or there are trees you have to walk around. Yes. And 
for me right now, social media is one of those trees that I have to find a way around until I can find somebody who can get me through it. For you, it's post-production. That's a tree you have to force yourself to walk around. And it, it could be, we could be talking redwoods here. we're not talking pine i mean you you can find some really nice pines and firs that you kind of have to you know scoot around right yeah but redwoods you have to go way out of your way to get around Mm -hmm. those trees yes it's an effort and i mean you you may have to go through the rough brush you're gonna Mm -hmm. get scraped you're gonna get beat up but if you can get to the other side it's gonna be a lot smoother yes right Yes, and the whole yeah, this is like I mean, the scenery is going to be a lot more beautiful. The whole yeah. experience, yes, and, oh and you goodness. will get there faster mm-hmm. than employees. Again, mm-hmm. nothing wrong with employees. Some of right. us are called to be employees, right? Absolutely, yeah. But those of us who are called to be entrepreneurs or mom, mom, mompreneurs, we are called to take that road less traveled. Right. And yeah, we get a lot of fun scenery. Mm-hmm. but we get a lot of scrapes yes. and bruises and right. sometimes we get broken and have to figure out how to limp on through. And mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, we may come to a mountain that we have to figure out, how, are we going to climb it or are we going to go around it? Right. Yeah. I mean, we hit the obstacles that the employees don't have because mm-hmm. they're, they're, you know, following somebody who's already blazed the trail. Right. We're yes. the trailblazers. Oh my goodness, girl. Okay. That if I hadn't known any better, like I would have thought that you had that pre-planned because that no. was the most beautiful, all-encompassing analogy. It made sense from start to finish. Like that was amaze balls. Okay. So <laughs> I'm flying off the cuff. I, that I, I was, do not have notes in front of me. That was crazy <laughs> good. Like, I mean, it looks like, and I know that you know, other women out there are probably like is glued. I mean, I was glued to my computer screen and just like, oh my God, like you just spoke. It was everything, you know, and I just know that there's going to be some some women out there or women out there, you know, plural, like that are just going to be like, like it is going to speak directly to their souls because that right there was a hundred percent the truth, you know, like the raw truth up and over or go around or go through like it is. But as you notice, all the choice, it was all our choice. We have the choice, we have the control. Or, you know, I guess it's also the other side. Turn back around and go back to what you came and go back to being average or normal or back to that whatever, you know, you were trying to get away from in the first place. Like, yeah, but still the choice is yours. It it is. I mean, we're we're all given choices in our life. And as entrepreneurs, those choices are do we keep plunging forward to a goal we can't see mm-hmm. or Which do we say I've gone as far as I can? Mm-hmm. And I mean, there are businesses that go as far as they can and hit a wall and are still successful. Right. They're happy where they're at. They've gone as far as they want to go. Mm-hmm. And then there are other businesses that hit a wall and say, okay, I can't do this anymore. And they turn back. And then there are those businesses the ones that, you know, we all want to chase mm-hmm. those, those golden carrots, be you, of <laughs> we hear rumor of these businesses that have done it. Mm-hmm. We see their trail, but we have to, you know, forge our own right. to get there. And we see where they've hit walls and we see how they've gotten through those or over those or around mm-hmm. them. And we have to figure out how to do that. And we can follow their steps. We can follow their guidance, 
but we're not them. And so we're going to have our own obstacles. Yes, exactly. So in, in business, way. it's that concept of the most sincere form of flattery is copying. Mm-hmm. And so in business, that idea of you find somebody who's ahead of you, who's where you want to be, and you copy them as best you can, because that's going to get you there faster. Mm -hmm. You're not an employee. You're not following a well-driven path. You're still having to go through the woods. Mm -hmm. But you have somebody who's like, you know, there's a big rock coming up. You're going to want to swerve left. Right. Exactly. And so uh then you hit where they're at and you start walking together and you see somebody up ahead who you're like, oh, that that's who I want to be. Mm-hmm. And so you latch onto them and you're like, okay, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. And they're like, there's a big tree up ahead. I've carved a tunnel, but it's tiny. You're going to have to turn sideways and squeeze through. Yes, absolutely. And so you do it and you make it through that one. Mm-hmm. And so that as entrepreneurs, um, I heard somebody, I can't even think of who it was, mm-hmm. said it best in the world of entrepreneurs is often said it's a lonely path, but if you're alone, you're doing it wrong (laughs) because you should always have somebody ahead of you and they may not be walking right beside you. They may be leaving notes Uh that you're picking up or they may be calling back to you instructions, but you're always chasing somebody. And when you catch up to that, somebody, you have another friend Mm -hmm. and then you're chasing the next person. But you should never be alone in business. Oh, I love that. Absolutely. Again, girl, you are spitting like hot fire today. <laughs> like, dang. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> I like, you got me. I don't even know what question. I mean, I, I think I'm on this question. <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, uh, okay, hold on. Hold on, people. All right. So actually, crazy. We're actually at the last question. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So, um, which actually is, um, it's my favorite question and not at all because it's the last um, question of the interview. Cause like I said, I love these and I could talk to you for hours. Like you're amazing. But um, what the reason why I like this question is that, I mean, you know how it is like, you know, moms and as um, wives and, um, you know, and entrepreneurs, we obviously are very good at, you know, putting something on that to-do list, making a goal, setting a goal and accomplishing it or some version of it. We just get GSD, we get shit done. Right. Yeah. Right. And then it's like, we do all these amazing things. And then it's like business as usual. And, you know, mm-hmm. unless sometimes it's like, unless you toot your own horn silently, or, you know, you can put a, a post out there, you know, hoping someone doesn't think you're being vain or conceited. Mm-hmm. It's not often that you sit and you get to like celebrate your successes, you know, outside of your family and everything. Right. So, um, so yeah, so what I would love to know is that like, you know, out of everything you know, you've gone through, going back from starting at, you know, working at age 11, like having like this fire inside of you of knowing who you are and whose you are, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, there's all these transitions in your life and just getting to, you know, really embrace like you have this um, part, uh, this path and this journey that you're on, like out of everything that has gone on, um, you know, what's the, the biggest, um, I don't know, I'm going to ask this one, I'm going to ask this one. What is something that uh, you didn't realize would happen that did? Um, honestly, it's doing what we're doing right now. I never thought I would be a podcast guest and yeah. I love it. I mean, this is like, like my sixth one or something. I can't even keep track yeah. of them anymore, That's awesome. but it, it's such 
an unusual side effect of being in business. Mm -hmm. And I mean, selfishly, it's great. It's free marketing for me, but it's that conversation because you never know what's going to come up. And I mean, most podcasts that you're a guest on, they're like, okay, what, what, what are your passions? What are your key talking points and stuff? And I'm still building those. So most of the time it's like, you know, bookkeeping and, you know, empowering women to do business, Mm -hmm. but because mine are so vague, the conversations can just go anywhere. And so it's an unusual highlight. And as an introvert, it's something I never thought I would love, but it's Mm -hmm. like, I love it. And so it's a fun little side effect of business owning. Yes. I love that. I love that. I love that. And then actually, um, cause usually I just ask, like I told you, I just ask one question out of each mm-hmm. of these and I actually wanted to ask you a second one. So oh. I wanted to ask you the one I'm going to ask you now, cause I usually okay. ask that from everybody, but I, um, just wanted to ask that other one for some reason. I don't know. I just felt that I didn't want to, I just wanted to hear that answer. But, um, but the question I want to finally end with though, is out of everything that you've gone through, um, what are you most proud of during your journey? Um, I would have to say, and this is a complete mom answer, but my kids, like they are the highlights of my life. I love my business. It is very much so a part of me, but the thing I'm most proud of is the the men my little boys are turning into. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Yes. Yes. And yes, that right there. (laughs) That's my answer too. Like he always be by most precious and most proudest Mm -hmm. moment, you know, so Amazing. I'd love that. And that's like, what a great way to end the interview because, you know, this is the mompreneur society and it's yeah. like, it's, you know, a mom comes first, you know? Exactly. And so I just love that. You know, I love the fact that number one, you set out intentionally to create this lifestyle for yourself before you even mm-hmm. had kids. You're like, I'm going to figure out what I need to do so that when they are here, you know, or when he or she is here or when they are here, like, you know, I can be ready and I can be prepared. I just love how God just kind of like stepped into your life and, you know, brought you people and situations that made all this possible. Cause yeah, here you are, you know, exactly. like doing it, like, you know, you're yes. living it. And so it's, it's a beautiful thing. So um, I just want to thank you so much for being on the show and for everybody out there. This is like, okay, you know, I like really vibing with you and it may even be, I just want to reach out and just connect with her and just kind of say hi, but especially if they do want to use you for your bookkeeping services, because that is so important. And that's the thing that is a, a very big hiccup for a lot of other business owners. And for me personally, like girl, just best believe like when it's time for me to, and to do, to make that, to that move, I, we need to talk. Cause I already, yeah, I already I got you, that's something. Thank you. Right. You I got me. you. Girl. Yeah. Thank you. So, uh, so for everybody else though, that's like, yes, I mean, come on, how do I get in touch with there? Where can they find you? The easiest way to get in touch with me is my website, jmbookkeepingpro.com. I'm on all the social media. You can find me there. Um, but all of them are listed on my website. So instead of giving, you know, 50 billion different locations, just go to my website. That's the easiest place to get in touch with me. Awesome. Perfect. And I will have that in the show notes. And then what I will do for you guys, because I love my audience so much, I will actually go out and I will find those links for you and we will put them on the show notes. So if you want to go to her website and check out the whole kit and caboodle, please do check out her services. She's amazing. Um, and if you just want to check out, you know, a specific one and I know how it is as moms and maybe you're like, you know what? I don't want to go through all that, Derica. I got you. I'll put it in there too. <laughs> So there we go. We're good. Everybody's (laughs) happy. All right. Well, hey, Jessica, thank you so much again for being on the show. I'm so happy we got a chance to talk and meet and that we were able to share your story with, um, you know, with the audience, with everybody. So thank you so much for being here. It was so much fun. I'm so glad we got connected.
Yes, me too. Me too, too. All right, everybody, that's a wrap. So, um, you know, most of all, take care of your babies, take care of your business, and best of all, take care of yourselves. All right, bye, everybody. Stay tuned next time as we talk with another mompreneur as she shares her story, the challenges she faced on that journey, and how she overcame them. Thank you for your time today. And if you know someone that needs to hear this message, please share. I'm Derica, and this has been another episode of The Mompreneur Society.